Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Out of the ordinary things are happening every single game. I'm not sure how much more my fantasy heart can take here, but a crazy three-game slate. There was plenty of failures, plenty of injuries, Plenty of great scores as well. So I wonder which side you ended up. Let me know in the comments, guys, how you're looking with the few guys I missed out on that, that scored pretty low or traded out, i.e. Smith, for example. You know, Charles Lincoln Cooks are these types of players there. Thankfully, he was able to miss out on. And then uh, it was happily to to watch the Dolphins game, you know, with a little bit more enjoyment. And then the hammer played out of his skin again. So, ugh, painful. But anywho, we, we start with the, the Roosters and the Warriors. And the, and the Warriors put up a pretty good fight. They had a few chances there in that back end of that second half, and they just, unfortunately, in the attacking area, just dropped the ball a few times and you know missed out. So very unfortunate there. But we had some terrific scores up top, again, from our consistent, beautiful, long-haired man, Tohu Harris. Another 69. So 70 and 69, the first two games there. Incredible. There was a long, long part of this game. I think he had 50 tackles for no misses at one point there and ended up with 60 for one. So incredible. 74 in base. No attacking stats. Crazy. Negative five overall was where he was at. So he's incredible. It's just how much work that he's getting in. Last year, he was playing 80-minute games and still getting like 43 in your side. When you can, obviously, you know, trading the correct type of player. We have a lot of injuries and stuff this week. You know, suspensions potentially with Drinky and that. So, you know, being able to trade Drinky for Toho is probably not going to work. So, obviously, you know, make that match and fit, you know, what works for your squad and the makeup. Sammy Walker, he had a really good game. So this is, yeah, clearly his team, guys. He gets involved with anything. The 25 tackles for zero misses was the biggest factor for me that made me go, ooh, he could be a clear keeper this year. 69 doesn't help his price point, but I think you're still going to be able to get him under 700K in round five if you're looking at Sammy Walker. So he's definitely on my radar coming into the next bunch of weeks, that's for sure. Shawnee Johnson, 69 for him. So a cracking game and well done. Big well done to whoever picked up him at the start of the season, and Wade Egan. They both had awesome starts to their season. Obviously, Shawnee had the lowest start in round one, 
for this one. This 69 gets him up to a 57 average, which is awesome. And you had that awesome line break and try assist there. And, you know, 21 tackles for zero misses. Again, unexpected, to be honest with you. Two turnover tackles and 528 kick meters. So 69 is not going to be his regular. Yeah, but you can expect if, if you can continue something like this with a few missed tackles, maybe a few less kick meters here and there, then you know, somewhere around that 47 to 50 sometimes. So we, we had him pre projected about the 45. So maybe a slight increase on that if the Warriors continue to play really well. Again, it's a, a lot of this is based on how the team plays, especially with these halves. You know, a bit different to guys like Tohu. You know, he's going to be tackling regardless, especially when he's really fit uh, and you post ACL. Guys like Johnson, on the other hand, you know, a little bit reliant on how the team goes, if he can get him stats to add on to his normal base. And yeah, no missed tackles, no negative in the whole entire game. Won't happen every week, but he was awesome. Raden Niokore, so he had a, a terrific game as well. 68 in his 67 minutes. So I wouldn't be rushing to go and buy him just with you know, a, a few things happening here. Depends on what's going to happen with Jackson Ford, unfortunately, with his HIA. But hey, they have seven days to back up, so he might be okay. But... Nikore there, just a low game in the first one, massive game in this one. Again, very much you know, low on the negative three. So for him, can he have games like this? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, will he continue to? I reckon one in every four, and then he'll have some games in the 30s and 40s. So one of those guys is going to be priced around the, the 540 mark at the end of this because he had that low one in the and, and lost money in the first week. I think that he uh, yeah, could be an option at some point for sure with that dual position, which is nice. Spoke about Egan there, and, and just, again, just getting involved in the attacking side of the ball. You know, 45 tackles for three misses was higher than normal, and, and good run meters with a turnover tackle. So, Wadey, awesome if you picked him up. I, I sort of pushed a few people to him last week that had some issues. They were, they were looking at maybe like a, a Smith out or you know, some other position, and, and they had about 700K to, to spend in that position, and, and Wadey was a, definitely a good option. Guys like him, uh, obviously Reedy, Braley, all around that 600 to 700K mark. All solid options. So Egan, you know, expect the good with the bad, I was saying with him. And yeah, because you, yeah, you deserve that for sure. Fenua Blake with 64. So, you know, back to some of his damaging best with the nice try there. But again, not super highly owned. The one and a half percent. You know, almost as, you know, Egan's actually only just above, which is strange. So, uh, yeah, add in there. Well, well done. Okay, this is the one that kind of saved my week, to be honest with you. And he looked great. You know, he's obviously had a, a couple of errors in his game. You know, going up for high balls. You know, running really hard at the defense. Like... Just a, a few sort of normal errors that you'd expect from a young fella, but really, really good. You know, in a game where they didn't really play that great either, he was still able to get a couple of line breaks, seven tackle breaks there, a couple of offloads. The run meters was spectacular, two thirty-three, and obviously got the uh, the couple, yeah, there's a couple of line breaks and a try assist there. He almost butchered that seriously to that one where Teddy should have scored. And why did he not just pass it to Teddy on the right? Maybe he goes, "Oh, Teddy, you dropped that ball before. I'm not going to pass it to you now." Um, but end up working out okay. And if you own Sammy Walker, it, it obviously worked out great. Pop that up, and then Sammy ran onto it. But that 60 is way above his break-even, guys. So a nice 45 average now. Only lost the, the the 7K, so he'll go up about 20 or so this week. And, yeah, it won't be too expensive for those who are looking to get him, but he does have a buy in round four. Thankfully, with how my team's gone this week, he's someone that I can actually look to hold, um, and hopefully for a longer period of time. Yeah, if I can play a few of these cheaper centers, and you know, go, get through that round four and go from there. So Swilly, a great, great score from him. Now, Butcher, people are looking at trading him out. Just a silly option, guys. 55 for him with you know, 62 in base, a few negatives. But yeah, don't be looking to trade out Nat at this point. Yeah, we're hoping for him to average a little bit over 50, probably around that 53, 54 I was kind of projecting. But yeah, with him, unfortunately, being priced up, 
you know, to that 47 mark, 46 and a half, then yeah, there's, there wasn't a heap of value on there. But if you got him, he's done really well. Mitch Barnett's one we need to speak about because he's playing massive minutes in the middle. 72 for him there was absolutely incredible. In a, a 3 p.m. game in Sydney where they had had to have multiple breaks and a longer halftime break just to make sure that everyone was you know fit and ready to go because there was a scorch up about 30 degrees there in, in Sydney at 3 p.m. in the peak of it. And Barnett was able to make 55 tackles. So there's zero, pos- uh, zero attacking stats in there at all, guys. He didn't even see him, really. He just got through his work and did his job. So any you know, potential for some attacking stats, dropping that tackle numbers about 10 or so, I think he's going to be fine. Hey, like it's funny. I look back at my original draft team that I uh, original team I drafted together, and Barnett was in there. I had Carrigan. I didn't actually. I might have Carrigan. Yeah, Carrigan in one of them for sure. Uh, but a bunch of these really good guys that scored really well. Um, thankfully for me, I did move on from you know Chancellor Cooks after his. You know, he had his great week last week, and I was like, ugh, how annoying. Uh, but then this week, unfortunately, with the, the head injury, didn't end up getting his chance to do really well. But that's that. Jackson Folo there. How bad are the uh, commentators butchering it? I know I'm still struggling to learn it, but they say it like with a B, Barlow. I know the, the P sounds like it, Parlo, because it's P-R. Um, but yeah, they're, they're absolutely, and they're really like emphasizing it too. They're like, yes, I'm doing it well. Barlow, that is killing me. I know it's killing a lot of the, the Kiwi boys, so... Um, if it's annoying you to jump in the comments, so you're obviously trying to fix it, which is which is nice now that they know how to say it. Well, they've been taught, taught, told how to say it, but yeah, not not good still. Um, Collins with his 46, so massive winners for him was incredible. 77 again, just so you know, he kind of matched Barnett there with the with the minutes and the output. You know, a few less tackles for him, but a lot more run meters. Obviously, Roos is having the ball a bit more than what the Warriors did, so that was that. Teddy, he just got butchered from a couple of tries. So really sorry for all Teddy fans. I captained him in Supercoach and that one where Suwili goes through. I was like, yes, great for fantasy. And then I was like, oh, Teddy on the right. Get it to him for, for Supercoach. And it uh, didn't happen. But I did have you know, Sammy Walker in my team for, for Supercoach as well. But yeah, just poor for Teddy. You know, he's going to be great, guys. You know, he's good thing for non-owners is he's going to be a little bit cheaper come round five or round six and we should be looking to pick him up he'll be you know pretty close to under 700k by that point unless he comes out and has an absolute bone bone rattling game next week but yeah that's it with him egan so 44 i have not seen him play two of these games two really poor games in a row ever and it's really frustrating <laughs> thankfully you end up getting up to that 44 he got hit in the face in about 10 minutes to go and he was on 31 and, and I was just like, ugh, he's off for HIA. And they came and checked him and it looked like he was fine. I think he was mainly worried about like the pain. Uh, they must have had something wrong with the with the jaw there that, you know, a bit of a burner or something like that because, you know, he kept playing and he, he ended up getting a, a couple of tackle breaks in one of his run and one of his runs and making a few extra tackles there. But again, just not going left to him as much in the running. They obviously went to went right a fair bit, which was good. They've got the split now with, you know, Walker being more the dominant half. But Egan there... Okay, look, we wanted two 44s, one last week, one this week. So this week we're hoping for maybe a try or, or getting 50. But just those ones where like, they're kind of butchering him there, no pun intended. Um, Kiri was anyway. It's like he had everyone out the back and just goes straight short to butcher. Three people tackled him and he got, got hospital pass. Like the stuff like that just wasn't really working out. So it is what it is. We'll take the 44. Again, we have to see him next week. I think he's definitely a hold next week and then you can work him out from round four. Uh, he, I just think, you know, with guys like Preston, who we'll talk about shortly, you just won't see a, a worse game from, from Preston, which end up working out really well. Yeah, for those that are saying that uh, 
he was a, a bit of a dud pick and why the hell would you start with him in round one? That one was for you. Thank you. <laughs> I had to, I have to get one on you with that, with how poor everybody, everything else is going to be honest with you. Anywho, uh, Butcher there, wait, wait on him, pick him, pick up a uh, decision on him in round four. Manu with 38. So he was fine in his first game back. Line breaks, this try assist with him there. That was a really nice play, by the way. We're looking at the Roosters being better and then he can do a lot more. And then again, if, if Teddy's out and stuff like that. So I think we still wait on him. Hopefully his price drops a lot and I can pick him mid-season like I always do. That's that. Uh, who else we got from down here? Turpin played some decent minutes, obviously 54. We'll have to find out what's happening with Brandon Smith. We're with their buy in round four. It's probably not worth even looking at these guys. Tomato Martin, so with him, 24 in his second game now. We got a 25 in his arsenal and a 24. Exactly what I pictured from him. He did play the last 25 minutes at fullback. That didn't really help him at all, to be honest with you. They didn't have the ball a lot in that second half, or if they did, it was in attacking quarters and they were dropping it. So that's that. But yeah, just wasn't involved in a lot. Had the nice try, uh, line break assist for SJ, who went through. So they were meshing okay, just scores-wise for him. If you're looking to trade him out for something better, you know, cheapy. I saw some people going to Marty Martin to Preston, for example. Awesome trade. Get onto that and have some fun. Yeah, Chance there, the 13. So he played fine. Guys, there was no real issue for him. He had the one error, just kind of, you know, trying to gather, regather a ball in one of those grubber situations. Uh, but he was fine. Hopefully he's good to go for next week and you can pick him up again uh, and play him in this one. Brandon Smith with the 11. This was a really tough outing for him. Got hit early, apparently in one of his runs, he got hurt, according to general physio. And then obviously got whacked as well, uh, not long after that. So not good for him. He will be a trade-out now, guys. Going to lose a stack of cash. Who knows if he'll even play next week? Probably not. And then round four, you get him with the buy. So I think it's time for him to go. Really unfortunate for Smithy and all his owners, 43%. And it's just absolutely been a shocker to start off this year. There's every chance he could have come out in these first two games and scored a try, which is kind of what we're thinking about. They had the nice, start, nice early run. Smithy fit, ready to go in this Roosters pack. And then they got absolutely trounced in round one. And he got hurt, and then you know, twice he got the HIA and the and the rib injury, and then this one here. So he couldn't have expected that exactly. Some people are like, oh, he could have just played like last year, but <clears throat> taking that risk when we know what he was like in the hooking position at the Storm, it was probably not the best idea. Anywho, worked out for the people that went away from him. Not many, but there was. 40, had a great first set as well. Three tackles, had a nice run, and then just got whacked in the head on the run. So frustrating for 40. And all these owners, that just, you know, the biggest issue with this, it just caps all his price gains. So he had a, a low break even, just under 10. He's going to lose a couple of K this week, and then his break even is going to be in the 30s. So tough. I think he's got to hold him, though. Hopefully he's back. They've got a seven day turnaround, and we can make our decision him then. Wow. That's the first game. There's still two lots of craziness to go, guys. We have the Dolphins just coming up trumps against the Raiders here. I did tip the Raiders, just thought that, you know, bounce back for them. They actually played pretty well last week. Dolphins, can they do it again? Oh, they can. Very exciting for them. Absolutely spectacular game. I really enjoyed it. And a few guys really stepped up. But as I said, Hammer, with his scoring, for example, let's start with him. I'm happy, very happy to eat my hat a little bit with him and how he's played because he has played ever-free ever footy, negative-free footy, no, no miss tackles. He made 10 tackles for no misses. So a massive improvement for him. Looking to get involved. Usually he'd be a type of guy that would get two to three to four tackles at fullback. You know, miss a couple when a try comes through. Moving to, to Dolphins, we, we, you know my narrative as to why I didn't think it was going to work. He just comes out and he wants to be involved in everything. Again, looking better than Drinky the last couple of weeks. He obviously scored a couple of good tries in that first one. 
but yeah, Hamaso is just getting involved in, in most things, running for 157 meters. And there could have been times where he picked up an extra tackle bus or two uh, that they just held on, for example. So hammer time, it might be. He will be pretty expensive though, 430 now. for The dual position might just be worth it because you can probably get him up to a 500 or so. But I will expect some lower gains because he got a lucky try off a kick that just wasn't picked up by the Raiders fella. And he just jumped on it and scored. And then he had that try right in the last minute there to, to seal it. Obviously an untouched one, so just 12 there. But yeah, there's 20 points there that if he doesn't get any tries in that game or try assists, then he's going to be hitting around that 30 at best because this is error-free and eight kick defusals. You know, is he going to have that every week? Probably not. But if you started with him, really impressed. Well done. You actually absolutely killed it. 32% of you have done that. So awesome work. Starling, a few people ask me about Starling now. This is his type of game. He'll have a bunch of good ones. In you know, He's someone that can average about that 40, 45 in, in these minutes. You see by his price, but I wouldn't be looking to pick him up. Horsbar, we're talking about him in the preseason. Still scored really well with the 48, but just the minutes, super low. So he needs to be able to get them up at some point or have some injuries in this side before he gets a chance. But obviously that drops his price a bit for all of us looking to pick him up. How are we Nara? So he had a really good game. He obviously played plenty through the middle, a bunch on the edge as well. 48 for him. Definitely someone of interest, but again, it's the Raiders and the only person to look at would be the top guys. And that's who we'll speak about now with Joey Tarpany and Tommy Gilbert. So they had spectacular games really for, for the minutes uh, they're both playing you know Gilbert were good minutes in 60 and he got the try as well but base stats for him were great 53 total and you know this is what we were you know those that were looking to pick Gilbert up were hoping for he looks really involved he looks really excited to be there and energy wise this Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Showing that and and Tarpany 47 minutes again, so those low minutes that he you know, happened a lot like last year. So why I didn't start with him, guys? It just kills me too much with how many minutes he spends off the park, and then he comes on, he has to go absolutely nuts to be able to get to those you know 50, 60 average points. And yeah, there were games last year we'd have 47 minutes for 74. I was like, wow, could he do that every year? And He's one of those guys that, that, that can do really well. He has one offload. He had one tackle break and one turnover tackle. But 53 in base in, in 47 minutes is just crazy. Uh, to have only the one tackle break and offload, to have no negatives, awesome for Tarpany owners. And yeah, a few people were looking at trading him to a Carrigan or something. Yes, that would have netted you uh, some good price rises and stuff like that this week. But 
Tarpany will be one of those guys that averages 55 to 60 pretty comfortably, especially when he has some games where he gets bigger minutes. Yeah, there will be games where he gets 55, there'll be games where he gets 46, 47 here. So you gotta take the good and the bad. Yeah, Gilbert, just awesome for him as well. Okay, let's move down. We've got guys like Sorno Sullivan and you know, uh, White in there who are interesting players, and then we'll get to Nick. Got Sean O'Sullivan there. Unfortunately, got the sin bin, which wasn't great. But yeah, 26 tackles for him, 420 in the kick meters and 80 run meters total. That's a lovely 48 in base. And then to go along with a couple of uh, try assists there. So he will be fine. I think he'll be able to average, like we spoke about, around that 50 mark week to week, especially if you know, the Dolphins can continue to do well. Um, and he could be, again, an option at some point with a guy that's not going to be playing Origin. But we do need for him to score a few more 40s and then try and start to explode a bit when we're looking to pick him up. White, not really fantasy relevant, but he was nice, moving left to right there, doing a good job there. Solo, he did a great job at 41 in his 41 minutes. So again, we should have Josh Papali'i back. So what happens with these two guys? If we started with him, he got a few price rises, which is good. There are you know, 3% that did. Awesome work for you. Levi got 55 minutes in this one. So he played, you know, him and, him and Starling didn't just switch between each other. So that was good news for, for owners of these types of guys. But, you know, Levi, 4% owned. You'll take that 40 for sure, but he obviously didn't, um, yeah, it's not going to break it, break the bank for you overall because he's averaging 34.5 across the first two weeks. But if he can continue that, then he's going to be cool. Bromwich, Kafusi had Sullivan's Tomoko, 37 for him. So 31 average, price of 4.54. Not good at the moment, but we'll keep an eye on him for sure. Uh, sorry, got to get back to Nichols at 48 and Gula at 42. So, what about Nichols is slowly becoming a keeper somehow? He moves to the Dolphins, 50 minutes in both those games. He even had a HIA, I believe. Uh, but you know, to come out and get 48 in base again, is he sneaky becoming a keeper? So if you picked him up this week, you're really happy, 4% owned. Uh, you know, I think he continued doing a lot of this work. Like Not much of this is attacking stats, just him working hard, running hard. He seems to get 10 plus meters every time he gets the ball. So Nichols, great work from him. Emery Gula, so he's averaging 49 now at the 403 price point. So if you started with him at the beginning of the year at the uh, 470 mark, then he did a great job and he'll make some extra cash again this week. So what well I'm to owners of him. We then go down the line and we've got Teague, who had a really nice game, guys. 43 minutes there, 35 points. So most likely just covering for Ray Stone. So I don't think he's going to be an option over the next few weeks. But if we find out if Stone's injury is worse, then yeah, you might be able to look at him. Fogs, for those who started with him, I know there's a couple out there, not heaps, but 0.5% ownership, a 34 for him as well. Just a very slow start to the year. No attacking stats at all. He's looking fine. You know, 22 tackles for one miss kind of just saved him, but less running meters than others, less kick meters than others. Uh, just not really what you want from him at the moment. That's for sure. Is he a trade out? Probably not, but you're going to lose some cash for sure over the next few weeks. So frustrating. Matty Otter. 34 in his 24 minutes was great. Yeah, again, not super relevant. Obviously owned by 1.5%. We've got Marshall King with the 33. So for him, not his best game either. He had the sin bin as well as Sean O'Sullivan. So tough for you know, two of your main playmakers to go down and they still could get a win. So incredible. Well done, Dolphins. Uh, 41 tackles for him, 53 meters. Plenty of negatives and no attacking stats. So he'll be fine, guys. He'll get back to that 50 average, which he is at at the moment. Isaiah Katoa, 31 for him. So he was much better and put on that final try for... Uh, Mr. Hammer. So yeah, really, really good efforts from him. He'll come out of this with a lot more confidence and I think he'll be able to do a good job going forward. 30, is this what we expect from him? I'd say so, 20 to 30 pretty regularly, but yeah, he'll start to make a little bit of cash now rather than losing seven and being down in the 220s. 
Harley Smith Shields, I think he's just going to be safe, guys. This was a wet game. Just be aware of that. If you didn't watch this one, it was raining for most of the game. So for, as a center to have, you know, pretty well no negatives, just the one penalty. 120 meters, 12 tackles for no misses, couple of tackle breaks there. He was great. And if you own him, he's going to start to make a little bit of cash. And I think he's safe to play. We'll see how guys like Talao go today. But obviously, Alamotti is now pretty safe to play as well. So that's that. Asako, those that picked him up last week, he had a 27. So, yeah, this was expected. This is the type of player he is. Going to be up, down, up, down, depending on how they go. Okay, as well, Hudson Young, 15 and 70 minutes. So he's going right down. He's going to be like yeah, 680 after this and, and can, going to continue to slide. So he's going to be one to look at as well. Maybe post their buy for sure. All right, this is one I wanted to speak about for a little bit. Lemme Lou. Wow, seven, 20 minutes. Yes, he did copper HIA and didn't come back. Yes, I know that. But he was one of those guys that he wasn't even going to get the big, he was going to get 40, 45 minutes anyway. So not super exciting if you're looking to pick up a guy at 430K who's going to play 45-ish minutes, maybe 50 if you're lucky. Uh, he obviously got 50 last week and absolutely dominated. But you know, when they don't have the ball in hand, he's not going to be able to get those big runs that he needs to be able to score really well, get those attacking stats. And, and you, you're basically hoping that he gets attacking stats every week for him to do well. And it just obviously didn't work out. And yeah, even even I would say someone like Hammer looks would have been the safer pick than Lemmy Lou. So that's that on that one. Okay, let's go to the last game, guys. There's uh, so much analysis here. If you And if you haven't checked out the uh, the Thursday and the Friday night wraps, they're all like this, guys. They're very in-depth. And you, know, you get a lot of knowledge on each of the players and what we're thinking about and, and what I'd like to potentially do for next week and what I think you should do as well. Jacob Karaz. He needs his props when, he, when they're due. My goodness, he's an absolute beast, and he was so impressive. What we didn't expect, and, and we and seem to getting this you know, week to week at the moment, is massive upsets. And that is kind of you know, conducive to the first few weeks, but really, I watched that Dogs game live last week, and they were horrendous, right? They then come to Melbourne and play amazing. And Storm weren't great, to be honest with you, but the Dogs were awesome. So very exciting for those guys in your, in your team, like you know, Alamotti, like Perham, these types of guys, they they might may not be a, a clear trade out now. Obviously, Alamotti we weren't, but like Perham, we're looking at. Oh yeah, you could trade him out if you wanted to. You could go straight to Car, right? There's those kind of options there um, to make some cash. But yeah, they're going to be fine now if you own him. Uh, if you own them, Karaz 69 average over the first two games. Obviously, a lower one first week. He was still their best player on the park last last week, and he was this one as well. Ten tackle breaks, three offloads, two line breaks, eight tackles for no misses, two 35 meters. Wow. Two tries to go along with it. He was incredible. Guys, look to get him in your side at some point this year because he, I think he'll be a keeper in that wing fullback position, even though he's a, a winger. You know, we've seen it with guys in the past that have come out and done it. The Mansours of the world, uh, the Tottenham, they have their seasons. You know, this could be Karaz's season where he averages 50, 55, but we'll find out a little bit more over the next few weeks. Jerome Hughes looked much better uh, running this show. He looked great running the footy, kicking, obviously, as well. Three, three penalties, not good. Uh, but two line breaks, try. Won't score like this every week, but if you started with him, there's not going to be a heap. There's 6%. Yeah, you're happy with that. Harry Grant, so 64 for him. He was kind of struggling in that first half with, with how poor that the Storm were going, and then he got involved. You know, some good run meters there, some tackle breaks, and a line breaks his try assist to, to go along with it. He does get a lot of negatives, guys, but he scores so much across the park that 64 there, averaging 70 for the start of the season. Exactly what you wanted with Harry. You're hoping for him to average about 65. And he's done that in spades. Elikatoa, we were really stressed about him at the start of the game. I was like, oh, he just looked a little bit lazy. He missed a few tackles, just a, a bit annoying. And then he ended up with three line breaks. So again, he just seems to run that really good line. 
you know, they, they had a couple of long passes to him. He just hit it at speed and went straight through. Uh, could have been even better options if they had someone streaming on the inside that he could get the ball to. Uh, there was one that he got it back to Meany who dropped it, but it's what it is. Uh, but yeah, three line breaks. Obviously, it wasn't a, you know, a lot of them were untouched, so no extra stats there, but three tackle breaks, three offloads, 160 metres, 24 tackles. You take that every day of the week. So good stuff. Eli Katoa with his 63. He now makes a bunch of price rises, and if he can continue to average 50, he's got 250K in price rises. So can he do that? Probably not, but a 45 would be nice. I'll take that every every day of the week. Jacob Preston ended up going off right at the end there, but 76 minutes for him, 62 points. He was on 66 overnight, got downgraded. Oh, but I did not play him. He's in my emergencies, guys. I yeah, there was too many other good options to be honest with you, and uh, even Jackson Ford was a great option. Yay! <laughs> but uh, yeah, Preston happy with his price rise now. He got up about 50 or 60k there, 62 points. They went right to him a lot. 39 tackles, two misses, two errors in there. He did have as well. Um, but 50 in base. So this is what I was expecting in round one. Obviously not this score, but you know, in those minutes that he got, that he would be able to get like a 35 or 40 pretty comfortably because he is a good player. He showed that last night. He did not show that in round one. So for those, yeah, so those that were hating, he um, he did a great job. Everyone's going to look to get him in their side next week. And when he's owned by 14%, that's you know a lot of a lot of good players and a lot of you know guys that are a fan of the dogs or just wanted a cheap guy. It was 230. So. Yeah, percentage-wise, not a heap that own him. Maxi King, I'm really impressed with him, guys. And I spoke about him as being a clear option as a, a gun mid this year with Thompson out, TBJ out as well. But 55 minutes for him is going to be stock standard. And you know, I expect him to average just over 50 for sure in uh, his games on the park. So Maxi King, great work. Reed Marnie, again, involved in everything. Did get a try assist there, you know, 44 tackles, getting a couple of offloads in there. Just wasn't happening last year. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> So frustrated with him, but 62 and a half is his average now across those two games. If you started with him, there are a, a chunk of you at 10%. Well done. That's all I can say. Welchie, 54 in his 62 minutes. So again, got really involved in the, the minutes that they gave him. Again, a few offloads there, a few turnover tackles, 48 in base. Great work. Will he average 50 going forward? He might have to, to be honest with you. 50 on the dot or 48, something like that. But again, he's price. He's going to be priced a little bit higher again, but he's priced up for that. Nelson, unfortunately for him, did get a try, but 31 minutes, maybe a PCL strain. Uh, so it means he could be out for about a month, which means Walshy is just even more important and potentially a couple of other forwards, you know, guys like Tarek Sims and stuff that we were worried about them coming in and taking some minutes off our boys, Liero and Katoa. Probably isn't going to happen now with Nelson going to be out. So good for that. Bad for Nelson owners. Thank, thank goodness for you guys. He did pick up the 53. You'll make a bit of cash and then you can move him on if he is out for that month. Avery Lowe played a much better game. I'll, I'll tip my hat to him as well. He was, you know, he's been pretty poor in the centers of, of recent time, but he got a real cheeky, easy try as well. So good stuff, Avery Lowe owners. King back down to earth a little bit. Still a 49 in 63 minutes. You know, plenty of work through the middle. 47 in base. Did his job. Ryan Sutton as well. I was happy that he wasn't getting massive minutes, but for those that did, he ended up getting a nice bump overnight. Four tackle breaks, 90 meters, 37 tackles. He seems to get involved in everything when he is on the park. So he's someone that I still think has a little bit of value, guys. If he Again, if he averages 48 from here on in, he's going to get to about 660, which after this week, he'll be about 525, I'd say, maybe 530. So you've got another sort of 130 to make and some good scores from him. And he has a buy in round 13, so you could move him on from there. So there's still value in picking up Sutton for points and his cash there. Vitala Mariner, 47 minutes, mainly through the middle there. Preston played on his right edge, which was yeah, great for Preston owners. Um, not going to be amazing for, for Raymond, to be honest with you, so we'll avoid him. Alamotti, 
awesome work for him. Of course, I ended up deciding to play Talau against the Knights, who looked to be pretty poor, over Alamotti against the Storm. He, we knew that he had obviously a great record in New South Wales Cup, but I was just playing the matchup game. And a lot of time, you shouldn't play the matchup game, especially earlier on in the year, which we've seen with Roosters against Dolphins and, and this one here, for example. So hopefully Talau can come out and do well. And if Talau happens to be late scratching, I get that 46. I'll take that every day of the week. But he was awesome, guys. The try assists, the big, big run meters there. We had you know the, only the couple of, of missed tackles, which was fine. But yeah, so many points across the board in all facets. The big run meters was the exciting one. That didn't include any line breaks there. So great from Alamotti. We kickstart his price rise as well. So a lot of our emergencies at the moment are starting to make some cash, which is awesome this week. Perham, he had a, a solid game, guys. He got, a, got through for a nice line break, seven tackle breaks, 192 meters. Hold on to him now. Hold on to your hats if you are, if you have him. 17.5%, you'll start to make some cash now, which is good. He still made 6K last week with the score he got, but yeah, he'll go better than that. Trent Liero there had a solid game, guys. 41. They didn't go left as much with Munster is something I noticed, but still, he had a, a solid game. The six missed tackles, not ideal, and the error. So if he can drop that down to about a three or four, yeah, he would have been a 45, 47 type of uh, player there, which would have been solid. But yeah, 41 still gets a bunch of price rises for him. Again, if he averages 43, you're going to be getting him closer to a 600 price point, which is again, 190 from here. So that's that. Garlic, how good is he when he gets on the park? You know, low minutes and big scores. So three, 32 average from him. Is he the guy that comes on and plays bigger minutes through the middle instead of Nelson? That's going to be the question mark uh, that everyone needs to answer there. Burton, 36 for him. So again, if you held on to him, a better score, but still not great uh, in terms of his ownership. 520 kick meters. Again, no running of the footy. Really annoying in a game where they won that he still couldn't score well. Very frustrating. Uh, again, he'll come good, but he might have to come good when we're picking him up at 500k, to be honest with you. All right, down the line, Nick Meany, 30 for him. He didn't really have a great game, let's be honest. Uh, much better last week than it was this week. So that's that. Warbrick didn't get his opportunity because the Storm lost. Unfortunately, no early ball for him. No ball in, you know, good opportunities there. Is what it is. He's fine, guys. 446 meters, eight tackles, five busts there, a turnover tackle. He was great. Gets that 30. Get in, get out. Make some cash. We'll take the 30. It's not ideal, but it is what it is. Pele, 23 minutes. Remus Smith, 26 in his in his time. He's someone that, you know, wasn't, yeah, again, not getting many opportunities on that right side. They need to, to go that way, which you think they would have a little bit more with Hughes, but it ended up going straight to Katoa, who went through. I was hoping Katoa would go through and then Warbrick and stuff would be on the right, but it just didn't happen. Um, yeah, we should wish up with 10 missed tackles. He played all right. Like he made plenty of run meters, did okay, but yeah, nothing special. Fine money Brown. So after getting bigger minutes, he now gets a 14. So if this becomes his role for a while, we can drop him under 400K. That would be really cool. And Ockenball came on for four minutes at the end, but that is the Saturday review, guys. There's plenty happening in this one. There's going to be, as I said, the two games left. I think if you have three players, you're going to be making cash, four players, uh, making ranks, four players, even better, five, etc. But yeah, two probably holds, three and four improve from there. So good luck for today's games. Hopefully they're not crazy and we can have a bit of fun and see our round results for next week. See you guys. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in 3 years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly 3 years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 